What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Aaron Quick, who's the founder of Pear Tree. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to learning more about Pear Tree. For those who haven't heard of you or what you're working on, what what is Pear Tree? Uh, I think it's probably best to tell you a little bit about why we started Pear Tree to get to the what Pear Tree is, um, sure. because I think uh, kind of our origin story um, talks a lot about, um, you know, the need for it. So um, I, uh, like a lot of working women, probably delayed uh, building a family until the point it was too late to get pregnant naturally for us. And so we, you know, tried the fun way and nothing happened. And so moved into uh, reproductive technology and graduated through the various stages there, IUIs, IVF, for people that are familiar with those terms. Um, and at the end of a couple of years had spent around $75,000 and had had three really tragic miscarriages. And so we found ourselves in the world of adoption and going from reproductive technology to adoption felt like falling off of a cliff because you go from this really high touch, high technology wrapped in process and protocol with your dedicated care navigator with um, reproductive technology. And then adoption is this super highly fragmented, very slow moving, moving predominantly faith-based industry that happens to be a $17 billion industry in the US. And so because we'd spent so much money in reproductive technology, we were less inclined to spend what's on average 40 to $60,000 to adopt an infant in the US. And so I started researching other methods and I found this method called self-matching, which is basically um, the same process as you'd walk through with an an adoption agency. Um, The hook is you have to go find your own expectant mom which sounds super daunting until you realize that there are match.com equivalents that exist to help pair adoptive parents with expectant moms. And so I put ourselves on one of those websites and within a month we were in a hospital room in Michigan holding my son Emerson. And then three years later, uh, we did it again. And this time it took four months, but we were in a hospital room in Houston holding my daughter, Abby. Um, And so word got out and friends of friends started asking us like, well, how did you guys adopt so fast? And, uh, and, Um, And so eventually I just started looking into the process. And so when I sold my um, brand consulting firm, which is my my background uh, last year, I I, um, thought we would give it a go. And so Pear Tree, the the, the hope, the goal is that it becomes um, a platform that creates the easiest and most um, ethical and most equitable way to foster um, adoption in the U.S. So I appreciate you sh- sharing all of that. So, so a couple of sure. questions about how it works. So let's say 
you know, I, you know, it's actually like in the area of a good timing, you know, my, my, I'm about to get married soon, you know, oh, yeah. and I'll let, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking about all these things. So let's say we decided that we wanted to, to go down the adoption route, kind of walk me through um, how, um, h- how we could kind of work with like Paratree. What, what's the, is it a product? You know, it, you know, is it like a service? Can you kind of walk me through a little bit of the user experience if we were to kind of like try it out for people listening? Yeah, sure, sure. So it's a it's a SaaS platform. So the conventional route with adoption is you'd, you'd go, you'd hire, I call the difference between buying a team and building a team. When you buy a team, you hire an adoption agency, it's 40 to $60,000 on average, takes 12 to 18 months to adopt. With Peartree, um, it's, we, if you think about kind of online dating, it's very similar. So adoptive parents, they build a profile on Peartree, they spend $75 a month to host that profile. And um, we become somewhat of a, a, a marketplace for adoptive parents and expectant moms to connect or connection platform. Um, and so um, one of the things that makes us different is when we were launching and when we were doing a lot of the research for Peartree, we um, did a lot of research with uh, expectant moms and adoptive parents and found that expectant moms want more meaningful information about adoptive parents than they get normally. Um, in the conventional process. And so we built an algorithm called LifePair so that when adoptive parents sign up, when they build a profile on Peartree, they pick uh, 20 attributes from a list of 120 unique attributes that categorizes them as one of 12 major personality types that's based on Carl Jung's archetypes. And then expectant moms, when they register on the platform, uh, they choose the personality types that they are most drawn to. And that's how our connection or matching mechanism works. Um, and so it's just like online dating. So uh, expectant moms, it's 100% free and confidential for them. They hop on, they sort through families' profiles based on what's important to them, education, race, location, personality. Um, and then they start chatting and messaging with one another. And once a connection is made, meaning both expectant mom and adoptive uh, parents agree that they want to take take the next step, then they um, then they start working with their adoption attorney that they can also find on Peartree. And I'm kind of curious for, for this, what is, you know, a day in the life for you? I feel like there's a lot of different things you could be working on here, meaning, meaning all sorts of types of parents, you know, working on software, things like that, fundraising, you know, what's a day in the life for you as you're working on Peartree? It's all those things. <laughs> um, but I think for the most part, I mean, we have three major audience groups. We have expectant moms, we have adoptive parents, and we have adoption service professionals. And so most of my day is interfacing with adoption professionals, trying to get them onto the platform, and also adoptive parents talking through them. Because self-matching is a method of adoption that a lot of people just aren't familiar with. And so I'm doing a lot of educating right now in terms of what that looks like for adoptive parents and also the benefits for adoption service professionals. Actually, I have a question on that front. You know, there's some types of businesses that, yeah, it takes, you know, a decent amount, if not a lot of educating the market to under, to help them understand like, oh, you know, this is a thing and we can help you do this. Mm-hmm. In what ways, you know, do you educate? Like, is it like, you know, webinars, content marketing, like blogging? Is it like just one-on-one, like almost like sales phone calls? Do you mind sharing? Like, how are you going about educating the market for, for this? Yeah, it's a great question. So, um, we're, we are at startup, so we're doing a lot of stuff that just is not going to be scalable. So I'm doing a lot of one-on-one educating. So I have back-to-back 15-minute <laughs> interviews with adoptive parents, telling them about the process and what it, what it looks like compared to the route that most people know about when they think about adoption, which is the agency route. Um, but so, and then what we're, in order to try to make that education more scalable, we're, we've started doing a lot of videos. 
Um, and so um, we are about to roll out a resource section on our website that has all of the videos for all of the, you know, milestones that adoptive parents, expectant moms and adoption professionals walk through at any given time um, to, to create some of a, of a library that's an objective point of view um, in terms of the options out there. Because that's that's the problem with adoption is people just don't know that they have, that they can, they can go the self-matching route. And, you know, if you were to kind of take what you're doing now on the day-to-day, -day, zoom out a little bit, and, and, and look out five, five years, 10 years, 15 years, you know, you know, kind of far out. What, what do you think, you know, Paratree could look like then? Or I guess, in other words, what's the what's the big vision here? And, and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah, so I think, I mean, we are a mission driven company first. And so mission has to lead uh, that charge. But I think so whether it's five, 10, 15 years out, we want to be playing a role in almost every adoption that happens, private adoption that happens in the United States. Um, and making sure that, that they kind of follow our three tenants, which is making it easier, making it more ethical, because that is a big problem in this industry, and would be a whole nother podcast. Um, and then also making it more equitable, because right now, what, one of the big problems is because adoption fees are forty to $60,000 to adopt an infant in the US, only families with wealth actually have access to adoption. And so making it more equitable is one of our big charges. And so five, 10, 15 years, whatever it is, if we, if we can check those three boxes, easier, ethical, and equitable, I think we'll be in, I think we'll be in good shape. And then I think the follow on to that is that um, we take a pretty strong point of view around birth moms, um, that these are lifetime decisions that these women are making. And so they should have access to lifetime support, which just does not happen in the industry. And so um, again, if check that box, then I think um, we will all sleep very well at night. That's, you know, I, I think this is, um, this is awesome. It's something I've met, you know, I'm learning something here on the podcast too. And I could see, I can totally picture like a whole, you know, a whole, whole group of people learning about this through your educational, you know, efforts. I mean, like, you know, wow, what a different option, but to make it happen, you know, it'll take, it'll take some help, right. You know, to make the vision happen, you'll, you'll need, you know, a village to help you. Luckily we got forward thinking founders, um, community here listening, ready to help and ready to assist. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising, looking for partnerships, looking for moms, anything like that? How, how can we assist? Yes, to all of it. So um, we're hiring. We just, um, we just put a job description out for um, our first principal engineer. Um, and so that's on all of our social channels. We, we aren't in the Twitter sphere yet. We're, we're um, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So we can find it there. We're also going to be raising in kind of the end of Q1 2021. So if anybody's interested, I can put you on our investor update list to keep you apprised of that. Um, and then, yeah, any, I mean, adoption touches so many lives. Um, I'm, I'm constantly, I'm surprised daily by people reaching out to me saying, hey, I was adopted or my siblings were adopted. And so if anybody is just interested in adoption and specifically self-matching, reach out to me. Um, I'm, I'm um, hello at peartreefamily.com. Um, and our Facebook and Instagram are the same at peartreefamily.com or at peartreefamily, I should say. I have one last question. It's an unusual question, but I need to ask. You're not on Twitter yet. Twitter is the platform to be on. I, my, my, the most important question of the episode, not definitely the least important, but what is the hesitation on Twitter? And, you know, um, uh, when you get on, what will your handle be so everyone can follow you? <laughs> Well, I'm hoping Pear Tree Family is available, but the only hesitation is because our audiences, our main audiences are on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And so that's where I spend most of my time. But I know all the investors are on Twitter, so we will be there very, very soon, I promise.
Well, you, you, your answer, you know, reveals like how good of a founder you are because Twitter is definitely like a little, like it's a little bit of an echo chamber and you really should be where your customers are, which is exactly what you're doing, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, so the real final question, if someone does, um, I think you mentioned a couple of things, but just to make sure no one missed it. Someone wants to learn more, get in touch, uh, might be interested in the job. How can they reach out to you? What's the website? What's the social one more time? Do you have an email? How can they get in touch? Yeah, so um, email is uh, hello at peartreefamily.com. Um, website, yeah, for sure, go check us out at peartreefamily.com. And then Facebook and Instagram are both just at peartreefamily. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. This has been great. All right. Thank you for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders coming at you live from the radio station in Forward Thinking City. What is Forward Thinking City? Forward Thinking City is the number one place for people to break into tech and startups from anywhere in the world. Um, as part of Forward Thinking City, we have AMAs with some of the top founders and investors in the game. In addition, we have educational content on how to fundraise from top investors, how to build products in days, if not you know hours, using no-code tools like Webflow and Adalo. We also have plenty of opportunities for you to meet other residents, for you to exchange ideas, for you to potentially hire residents, for you to potentially, you know, invest in residents or get investment, things like that. This all goes down in Forward Thinking City. If you are interested in joining the city as a resident, go to forwardthinking.city and become a resident for $20 a month. Or if you're just interested to see what's going on in the city, feel free to come to an AMA for free. Just go to forwardthinking.city and RSVP to one of the free events. But if you want full access, to all the networking events, to all the educational resources, and all the events we have to offer. Become a resident for $20 a month, and you will be able to experience all the city has to offer. All right, I'll see you on the other side. See you there.